Hello and welcome to the Sweet Spot Parenting Podcast. I'm Natasha Jamison, parenting, relationship and life coach. I'm a qualified child psychologist, child neuroscience nerd and certified neurolinguistic programming practitioner. I work with parents to explore and navigate all things parenting from mindset, baby and toddler sleep, behaviour, development and so much more. Come and join me to discover that elusive sweet spot in your parenting. Hello and welcome back. So if you know me personally or through working with me, particularly over the past few years, you would know that I'm a firm believer that you are right where you need to be and everything that has happened in your life until this point has led you to this moment. Things happen when the time or the situation is right for you and you are where you need to be right now. Now, when I say this, I often hear people say, well, I'm not happy and this person has hurt me and this has happened and work is horrible. And I say, well, if you believe you aren't happy or you believe where you aren't meant to be or there are changes that need to happen to your life, that's because everything that has happened so far has led you to this point where you, you are now at a fork in the road to make a change or make a choice to make a difference. Now, this realisation for me personally didn't come overnight and it certainly wasn't an easy thing. Obviously, if you have past traumas or things that have really hurt you, you don't want to think that they happen for a reason. Um, for me personally, it wasn't until about 2015 when I met Luke and I think thing, that's when things really started pulling into place for me. And no matter how painful or hurtful or odd this situation was, I kept seeing the positive and I kept being drawn to this person and wondering what it was. Why am I being drawn to this person? What is it that's going on for me right now? And I became more and more aware of when things happened and why they were happening. I mean, if you know me again, I have not had the easiest run um, in love or life. And to be honest, I really don't know anyone that has. Um, actually, that's a lie. I know two people. My parents, they met when they were 15 and they never experienced real heartbreak. And two of my best friends who met when they were 15 and they've never experienced heartbreak. And funnily enough, she often says, I wish she had have broken up with me and broken my heart so I could feel what it feels like. And I think the rest of us on the other side of the fence are saying, girl, no, you don't. <laughs> but they're the only two people out of however many people I know. So for me, um, I, I would say my love life, I use quotation marks there that you can't see, but it hasn't necessarily been easy. And on reflection, I was definitely very good at playing the victim. I mean, to be fair, the people who I dated weren't right for me and I obviously wasn't right for them. Um, they... All of them actually ended up cheating on me with someone else. And at the time, I was so upset and so heartbroken and so angry. And I would say, why would they do this to me? Blah, blah, blah. You know, played the victim, was really hurt. And that's okay because I was hurting and it was okay to feel hurt and it was okay to lash out at that point in time. However, on reflection now, I was too good for them and they were too good for me. And that is why we weren't meant to be and they were still seeking someone else. It didn't matter how much they love me or I love them. It's never going to work if you aren't where you're meant to be with the person you're meant to be with. And that is all part of the journey. Through these people, yes, I experienced heartbreak um, and all of the things that come with that. But I also learnt every lesson that I needed to. I learnt what I loved about people and what I loathed about people. I learnt to listen to my gut, you know, with all these people. My gut was saying, hey, there's something not right here. It might be time to move on. But I was adamant I had to stay. 
because it was meant to work. They loved me. I loved them. And if they were cheating on me, it's because they were sad and I needed to help them and they needed my support, (laughs) which is crazy in hindsight. But I am, you know, my parents always used to say, you're the type of girl who's going to marry an alcoholic to try to fix him because I care and I really cared about these people. But I made every excuse under the sun for their behavior. And I knew my gut and my head were both screaming at me to leave. And I didn't and I wouldn't until I was completely hurt and broken down on the floor crying. And that was a lesson that I needed to learn. And the universe, in my opinion, kept presenting me with the same situation over and over and over again until I learned the lesson that I had to. And reflecting on that, I was actually where I needed to be in that moment. I needed to experience that because I needed to learn from it. And it wasn't until I learned from it, I was able to move on. So on reflection, it's very easy to say that. But at the time, it hurts and that is okay. And as I say, it wasn't until I met Luke that I really started to change my own mindset. But my story started to change with that. I started to come to the realization that these things were happening for a reason. And he and I both needed to learn to trust and learn, listen to our guts and our instincts instincts, <laughs> and rewrite our stories that we were telling ourselves so that he and I could come together to where we are now. Now, he and I didn't have the easiest start either. Um, we'd both come out of pretty um, bad relationships, particularly him. He'd had a really bad run. I don't think he'd really had a, a really solid good one. Um, I'd had all bad ones until um, just before him. You know, I'd learned the lesson to listen to my gut and I ended up with this fantastic guy. And he was kind and loving and caring and giving and he never hurt me. He never cheated on me. There were other things that I needed to learn learn from him, which was, you know, don't go putting everything in to help someone when they're not going to help you. That was a lesson that I learned from there. But then I was heartbroken when I left him because it just didn't feel right and I felt like I was the giver. But something just didn't feel right leaving when he hadn't cheated on me. <laughs> Because that's how all my stories had ended. So I was actually quite confused and lost after him. So so I shouldn't really say that we were both hurt. Luke was really hurt from his past relationship and I was really lost and confused. So when we met, we weren't ready to be together. So we danced around each other for about five months. You know, we would go out for coffees and we'd hang out and we'd talk at work. And if you've listened to my um, first podcast, you'd know how we met and how we came to be together. Um. But it took us a while to come to the realization that we were actually meant to be. And it actually came to, again, a fork in the road where a situation occurred that was quite hurtful. Um, And I decided I was going over to the States and I was going to travel and leave him behind. And next minute, he's coming on the trip with me. Um, I invited him before anyone thinks that he just jumped on that. Um, And spending a month together traveling solidly was actually the best thing we ever did it could have been a total disaster and on reflection you know but hey it was meant to be things happen for a reason and I was where I was meant to be at that point in time once we were together we obviously still had past traumas to work through from our previous relationships you know I definitely had trust issues he also had trust issues he'd been lied to manipulated cheap cheated on I'd been cheated on lied manipulated to So we put in the work together, which was actually quite refreshing because quite often you have to do the work alone. And whilst we had our own things to do, as in work on ourselves, we also worked together. Um, And through this, we were actually able to pinpoint and here was the big aha moment for me. 
We had basically spent our whole lives from when we were little children until that moment, running in parallel. He lived in the town where I used to go for my summer, my Easter holidays, my weekend holidays. We would have been playing on the same beach when we were both young. And we were able to go, hey, that's the exact spot where we used to play. And both of us used to be there at the lagoon playing in the sand dunes. And I would say there is an incredibly high chance that we played together as little kids. Maybe we didn't. Maybe we were just in the same space. But we were there together. Then he moved back to his country town back a couple of hours away. Um, And I kept holidaying down there. And he still had holidays down there. And his grandparents lived down there still. But then as we got older, you know, I started driving out to see friends who lived in a small town just near theirs. And I was able to pinpoint that I used to drive past his old house all the time. I sat in the same cafe that he used to sit in and have his coffee in Danish because he was a fiend for those. Um, In, oh no, before that actually, we were also able to pinpoint that he, on his wedding day, I was there with my family, not at the wedding, but I was traveling to that town and I was basically in the same place as him. Now, he wasn't from the town that he got married in. He traveled there too. So what are the chances that two people who are now together end up in the same town on your wedding day? Um, He and his ex didn't have the easiest relationship. You know, they broke up a few times and on one of those splits, he ended up at a music festival in Canberra called Foreshore. I too was at Foreshore. We were able to pinpoint that we were there on the same year, standing probably within a couple of metres of each other whilst the band called The Presets was playing. We were both actually looking up at the seagulls in the sky because they were illuminated by the lights. You know, what are the chances of that? I then met one of my ex-boyfriends who would go on to, well, we all know the story. He met another girl. or He was there with another girl, actually, who he then broke up with and then he and his ex-wife had a final crack at it. Um... And then there was a few other instances after that. And then, as I say, if you've listened to my first podcast, you'll know how we eventually collided. For him, um, he needed to learn lots of lessons too. You know, you've heard me talking about all the heartbreak and all the lessons I had to learn. He was a fixer and he wanted to make things work. And, you know, to the point, he wasn't listening to the universe or his gut either. Um, And he and his ex-wife both talk about this, but, you know, his version is that, you know, he was young when he met her. He was quite young. He was still a teenager and she was in her 20s. And um, he wasn't ready for what he was about to embark on. And, you know, a few times he did leave and then he came back and left and came back. And then, you know, they moved down the coast and he didn't listen to his gut when it said, okay, time to go on. But then a situation occurred and he thought, nope, I have to stay. I have to be here for this. Um, you know, proposed to her, they got married. And as he says, even on his wedding day, he was swarmed by wasps as he got out of his car. They stung him on the forehead and he still didn't listen. He still walked down the aisle and he says, you know, I think that was probably really the final push of the universe saying, stop, you're not going to help anything. This isn't going to be good for her. It's not going to be good for you. It's just going to end up in hurt feelings. But he was where he needed to be at that time. He now has a beautiful daughter and a beautiful son who are a core part of our family from that. So how can you ever look at that in a negative light? Sure, it was hurtful. Sure, it wasn't the best you know, time of his life, but he needed to learn those lessons. He then went on to learn a couple more lessons before we met. But through doing the work together and reflecting back on these moments, we were able to go, wow, our lives ran in parallel for 25 years. We dipped in and nearly met each other so many times. 
but it wasn't meant to be at that time. And when it was meant to be, it was. I also have a friend who I've been friends with for just over 20 years who has a similar story. Um, You know, she started work and there was a guy there that she, you know, was really good friends with her and he was interested but she was like no you know we're just really good friends and she'd had you know not a good run with guys either as I say I really don't know anyone who's had an an amazing run she actually had some pretty horrible guys come into her life to be honest Um, but yeah when she first met her now husband um, the time wasn't right and they weren't where they needed to be yet and it took time and a fork in the road to present itself now if you work with me you'll hear me talk about that often And that was when a decision was made. And I would say comfortably that was one of the best decisions she made at that time. And it has led her to where she is now. She now has an amazing husband-to-be who is kind, giving and generous. He's not hurtful. He's loving. And he looks after her and he looks out for her. And without the paths that she had to walk along to get to this point, who knows if she would actually have gotten to this point? Who knows if she would have met this incredible man? Who knows if he would have then become her husband? But by reframing our thinking and looking at things with the lens of things happening for a reason and leading you to where you are today, if you don't start reframing your thinking, you're going to be stuck in this negative victim cycle where you're negative, you're judgmental, you're hard on yourself, you're hard on other people, or you're too soft on other people and you're too forgiving. You need to reframe your thinking, you need to reflect on your past and you need to acknowledge that right now, even if you're not where you want to be, You are where you need to be. And if you're not where you need to be, this is a fork in the road. This is a time to make a decision. Go left, go right. That is up to you. But the universe will continually present you with options to make a choice. And until you start making choices in line with what you need to learn, you're going to be stuck in this cycle like I was. One of the things that I tell my coaching clients, which if you've worked with any life coach, you will have heard this is that people make the best choices they can at the time. Or as you heard me say, people do what they think is right at the time. But further to that, people respond to their experiences, not reality themselves. So keep that in mind next time you're feeling jealous or angry or upset. For me, I was responding to my experience of being cheated on historically when I would feel jealous or upset about a female being part of my life. And it wasn't until I changed my thinking that actually I'm responding to an experience, not reality itself. Reality itself is completely different to what I'm thinking. My life completely changed when I uncovered that secret. So that's a little tip that I'm going to give you now, which isn't necessarily in line with the podcast, but it kind of is. So reframe your thinking. You are where you need to be. Everyone does what they think is right at the time. And when you respond, you are responding to an experience, not necessarily reality. Through changing my mindset, changing my thinking and appreciating all the things that had happened to me, I now have an incredible husband. I now have two incredible children of my own and two incredible stepchildren. I have an amazing relationship with his ex-wife. We're great friends. We text, we send each other, you know, memes, whatever it is. We care about each other. We check in if we're okay. We're there for each other. And historically, there's no way I would have been comfortable doing that or have been comfortable having and someone's ex-partner so centered in my life if I hadn't have learned all those lessons, if I hadn't have done some work, if I hadn't have worked on myself and acknowledged who I am and where I am and why I'm here. 
you know, it's not until I've come to this realization that I appreciate everything that has happened. And until you do the same, you will be stuck in that cycle. And I want more for you than that. So I hope you liked today's podcast. Next week, I'm going to give you some, I'll say insight into life coaching and some of the pillars that we work by that I think everyone needs to know to start changing their thinking. It's an incredible world that I didn't know existed until now. So I hope I'll catch you on the next episode. But until then, make sure you jump over to my Instagram at underscore sweet spot parenting underscore. Make sure you like and subscribe to this podcast to keep up to date. And if you have any questions or you want to work with me, please drop me a DM. I've got a few free resources that I've put up now that might help you as well. And I look forward to catching you on the next podcast. Thank you.